With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gitten Daf Dalad, page 4. We begin seven lines in, fourth word. Ravashi Amar, Hamani Rabbi We had a question, Rabbah, who says that we require to have Lishma to be written and signed for the person, for the man and the woman who are getting divorced. So who is that like? So we give different explanations. Now we're going to say, Hamani Rabbi It's Rabbi Yehuda, the Tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda, Paisel, Atshetahik, He holds in regards to the fact that we need it to be removed. It can't be attached to the ground. So both the writing of the Shtar and the signing of that document need to be done after it's disconnected. Thus we see that he holds that included in the verse, that which, whatever is true, whatever the Torah says is true in regards to a get is true in regards to its writing and its signing. So therefore we see that he would also require the Ksiva and the Chasimah would both have to be done Lishma. So, my So, why don't we start off by saying like Rabbi Yehuda? Why do we say maybe it's Rabbi Yehuda or maybe it's Rabbi Meir? So, Gemara answers, Rabbi Meir. We prefer to say like Rabbi Meir, the Stamas Nisan Rabbi Meir. Because when we have a Mishnah, it doesn't say who it is, so it's usually going to be Rabbi Meir. Or we would prefer to say it's Rabbi Lazar, the Kamal and Gitin. Because we always hold like him in regards to Gitin. So therefore, we prefer to say like them before we say like anyone else. When we're stuck in a corner. So, Lamaisa Rabbi Yehuda is the one that it seems the most logical to say that Rabbah holds like him. Now the Gemara continues. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Gamaliel Omer, Af HaMevi Minarekem Uminacheger. So the Tanakama, the first one of the Mishnah, so he says that you only have to say Bifani Nechtav or Bifani Nechtam, that it was signed and written in front of me, only if you're coming from out, way out in Chutzla, or it's outside of Israel. But if you come from Rekem and Cheger, so the Tanakama would hold that indeed you don't have to say it. However, Rabbi Gamaliel says, even if, you, if you're bringing it from Rekem or Cheger, you also have to say Bifani Nechtav or Bifani Nechtam. Rabbi Lazar Aymer, even if you're coming from Kfar Ludim, which is right next to Lud, nevertheless, you still have to say, What we're discussing here when we talk about Rekim and Cheger, those are cities that are right next to Eretz Yisrael, to the land of Israel. And when we talk about Kfar Ludim and Lud, so that city, Kfar Ludim, is right within the borders of Israel, meaning if you take the borders, the borders make a, some kind of semicircle, they dip down. So, so this city is actually surrounded on a few sides by the border of Eretz Yisrael, of the land of Israel. Rabbi Bavachana says like this, I saw that land, it was very close from one place to the other, like the, different, the distance of Bekuvi and Pumbatisa. We can deduce the Tanakama Savar, the Tanakama who says that it's only from way out in Chutzlaretz, that's only there you have to say, These do not need to be said if it's right next to Eretz Yisrael. My love, perhaps this is what they're arguing about. The Mar Savar, that he holds, the Tanakama holds, that the issue has to do with the fact, like Rabbah said, that it has to do with Lishma, whether, that if they're far out, so they don't know about the laws, and those who are close to Israel, so they've learned the laws. So therefore, the Tanakama holds that these cities that are next to Eretz Yisrael, they do not require to say, and the other ones hold, this is Rebbe Gamliel or Eliezer, that the issue is when we don't have the aid and the witnesses that are available to be to, to be verified. And so even these cities that are close by, they're not so common to go from outside of Israel into inside of Israel. And if this is all the case, if this is indeed the argument in the mission itself, so then we have a problem because we don't want Amoraim 
the rabbis of the Gemara to be arguing in the same argument that we already have in the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, low. that's not the argument in the Mishnah. Rabba metarts letaimei, v'rabba metarts letaimei. Each one will explain it according to their reasoning. Rabba metarts letaimei, Rabba will explain it according to his reasoning. Dekulei amal v'shein b'kin l'shma. Everyone agrees that the reason that we say, that it was signed and written in front of me, is because we're afraid that it was not written with the proper intent. It wasn't written for the man and the woman. And this is what they're arguing about. Tanakama, Savar, the Tanakama holds Hani given the Smuchais Migmar Gmiri. He holds that they do not have to say it if the cities are close to Israel. Why? Because if they are close to Israel, then they know, indeed, they have learned the laws. Vasan Rabbi Gamalila, Memar, Rabbi Gamalila comes to say, Muvlois Gamiri, Smuchos Gamira. So Rabbi Gamliel comes to say, no, only those that are really close, that they're surrounded on three sides by the border, those have learned, but those who are close by, so there aren't enough people that have learned the law and know it, that they won't make a mistake, right? If we recall correctly, from Daf Beis and Beis, the whole reason, according to Rabbah, that we're afraid, what are we afraid? We're afraid that someone's going to come along. It's not that people don't know these laws. People do know these laws, but we're afraid that someone's going to come along and take something out of the garbage that has his name and someone else's name. So usually the people who are writing the shtaris, the people who are writing the actual documents, they know the law that has to be written for the right people. But someone who's an Amha'aretz, an ignoramus, so we have to be worried about such a person, you're going to take it out of the garbage. So, so the Tanakhama holds that that's something that happens outside of Israel and far away from Israel, and it's only common enough there to make Xer to make such a decree. But Rebbe Gamliel holds no. It's something that happens enough, even close to Israel, and therefore we would have to make this decree even if it was a city that was close by. But not in a place, not in a city that is so close that it's surrounded by the borders of Israel. comes to say that even in a case where the where the city is surrounded on three sides, let's say, by the borders of Israel, we. We still, we still are afraid. We still will make you say, We still will make you say, why? Because we don't want to make any chilukim, any differences between different places. Once we're saying that you have to say it from outside of Israel, you have to say it no matter what. Rav will also explain according to his own reasoning. Everyone agrees that the reason that you have to say that it was signed and written in front of me is because we're afraid that you're not going to be able to verify the signatures. The Tanakhama, the first Tana holds that since these cities are close by, so it's common for people to be traveling between the cities. comes to say that it's not often enough for us for us to be able to verify the signatures. Rabbi Lezer comes to say that even in the cities that are that are close by and they're within the they're surrounded by the borders of Israel. Why? It's not to say, of course, people do travel there, but nevertheless, we need to say a low plug. We say that whatever it is, if it's coming from outside of Israel, you always have to say Tanan. We continue going into the Mishnah. The only time that you have to say is only if you're bringing it from outside of Israel into Israel, or the other way around, you bring it from Israel into Chutzla, or it's the outside of Israel. We can deduce the Tanakhama Sobar that the first Tana holds that it's not necessary to say it if you're going from Israel to outside of Israel. My love, perhaps the following is what they're arguing about. That the Tanakhama holds that you only have to say coming from outside of Israel into Israel. Why? Because the issue has to do with Lishma, like Rabbi said. We turn the page to the Dalad on the base. 
Vahani Gimiri. And these people, they know it. In other words, you don't have to go from Israel to outside of Israel and then say, Bifani Nechta, Bifani Nechtam. You don't have to say because we know that it is indeed written for the right people because in Israel, everyone knows the laws. Umar Savar Lefishain Edem Utsuin Lekaimo. And perhaps the reason that the Tanabas, or the later ones, the Chachamim, who say that you have to say it even from Israel to outside of Israel, is because they hold that the issue is that it's not common for people to travel. So that's, that's either direction. And it's also uncommon to go from Israel to outside of Israel. Of course, we don't want to say that whole understanding because then we have a machlokas, an argument which is the same for Amoraim, the rabbis of the Gemara, as the rabbis of the Mishnah, which we don't want to be. So each one will explain it according to their reasoning. Rabbi will explain it according to his reasoning. The issue has only to do with Lishma. So what is the issue? What are they arguing about? Whether or not we make exera? The Tanakama Savar, the Tanakama holds Logazrina Molochatumevi. That we're not afraid that if we say that you don't have to say when you go from Israel to outside of Israel, that someone's going to make a mistake when they come from outside of Israel into Israel. So therefore we don't make any kind of decree. And we don't have to say it if you're coming from Israel to outside of Israel. Rabban and Basroi, but the rabbis, the Chachamim, they say, We do make exera they hold. We're afraid that if you don't make them say from inside of Israel to outside of Israel, then even when they bring it back from outside of Israel to inside of Israel, they're going to forget, they're going to make a mistake and think you don't have to say So therefore we say that in both directions you have to say it, even though the issue has to do with the Shema. The Rav Matar said, "Time Rav will explain according to his reasoning." The Kulei Amalef Yishein Edemutzi in the Kaima. Everyone agrees that the issue is because there are no witnesses; that it's not common for the people to come, and you can't have you can't verify the witnesses so easily. Rabban and Basrai, what are they coming to do? Lefrushe Taimi the Tanakama who does. So they're not coming to argue, but rather they're coming to explain what the Tanakama holds. Because everyone agrees, you'll have to say Befani Nechta, Befani Nechta in either direction. They're just coming to explain that even the Tanakama, the first Tana, holds this way as well. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Hamevi get someone who brings a get from one country to another country outside of Israel. So you do indeed have to say, it was written and signed in front of me. That one implies only because you went from one country to another. But if it was in the same exact country, so then you would not have to say So according to Rav, it's very good because it's a place that's close. The issue has to do with closeness and how often people are traveling from one place to another in order to be able to verify. According to Rav, he says the issue is whether or not whether or not you're coming from a close place to a faraway place doesn't matter. The problem is you live in outside of Israel and you don't know the laws, so you should have to say B'fan Nechtav. So the Gemara answers, Don't make the diuk, don't make this deduction that in the same Medina, in the same country outside of Israel, you don't need to say it. But rather make the following deduction, It's only between two countries outside of Israel, but two countries inside of Israel, then you don't need to say it. So the, the Gemara says, wait. We said it explicitly. If you bring a get inside of Israel, you don't have to say it. So the Gemara answer is, no, we need this diuk as well. We need this deduction as well. Because if I would have just said that, I would have thought that it's only something, if you did it already and you didn't say it, it's all right. But really, on the onset, you really should say it. So that's why we have this diuk, this deduction to teach you that you don't even need to say it. It's not necessary at all inside of Israel. There are those who ask the question as follows. 
we can deduce as follows. It's only between two, two countries outside of Israel. But if you would be inside of Israel and you go from one country to another, you do not need to say It's good according to Rabbi who says the issue is Lishma. But according to Rabbi, it's a problem because he holds that the issue is that uh, you're not going to be able to verify the witnesses. So the Gemara answers late. According to Rava, don't make the deduction that from one country to another in Eretz Yisrael, lo that you don't need to say bofan nechtav, because really there you would have to say it according to Rava. Ela but rather say as follows: Then in the same country in outside of Israel, so then you don't have to say it, because according to Rava it's very nice, because according to him, so it's easy to get the witnesses to be verified. What's going to be inside of Israel from one country to another? Tzarech, you do indeed need it. Listen, why does the Gemara say, why does the Mishnah say, if you bring it from one country to another outside of Israel? Just say, if you bring it from one country to another, it's always true, according to Rava. It's always true. The Gemara answers, really, from one country to another in Israel, you also do not have to say it, even according to Rava. So since there are people that are always going up to Jerusalem, so people are coming always constantly from one part of Israel to another part of Israel, and therefore it is common and it would be possible to, to verify the witnesses. So this is, makes sense in the times when the temple was still around. What are you going to say? Now that there's no temple, so it's not common for people to be traveling, so how are we going to verify those witnesses? There's a different reason why it is common indeed for people to travel from one place to another in Israel. And the answer is because since there are certain cities that meet on Mondays and Thursdays in them, there's a base in a court, so people are still indeed traveling to those courts, and they're coming from one part of Israel to another part of Israel, and therefore it's possible to verify the witnesses. Tanat, we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel says, Even from one part of the town which is ruled by one ruler to another part of the town which is ruled by this, a different ruler, and you still have to say, This is talking about one city in Israel, the name of the city was Asasios. There were two different rulers, that they were very makbid on each other, they didn't allow anyone to go from one side to the other. And that's why we had to say that even from one part of the town to another part of the town, if they're under two different rulerships, according to Rava, it's very good because since it's very difficult to travel from one place to another, it's hard to verify the witnesses. Therefore, you have to say before But according to Rava, who says the issue is the Shema, we're talking about a city which is inside of Israel, and there should be no issue. You should not have to say before more answers, Rabba Isle de Rava. That really Rabba, although he holds you need the Shema, he holds you also need the Shema, which means everyone agrees that there's an issue. If there's going to be an issue of verifying the witnesses, you have to say But Rabba holds besides for that issue, there's also an issue of the Shema. So then what's going to be the, the practical difference between them? My Beinayu, what's the difference? The following is the difference. The Asyuha Betreg. According to Rabba, so you're still going to have to say But according to Rava, since the only issue is that you need to verify the witnesses, so these guys are around; they'll always be around to verify the witnesses. Inami sayam. Or another case where there'll be a practical difference between Rabba and Rava is in a case where you are in the same Medina in the same country outside of Israel. So according to Rabba, there's still an issue of lishma. You don't know if it was written correctly since you're not inside of Israel. The people here don't know as well the laws. But according to Rava, so the only issue would be that you're going have to verify the witnesses. So since it's another place in the same, inside the same country, it's common for people to travel between the two places and therefore you'll be able to verify the witnesses. We'll continue from here in the next Daily Daf.